Hello, this is Kenya, and welcome to my magical cottagecore life. Today we return to our series on inexpensive holiday gifts for this season. And this one is for the gardeners. If you have a rose bush and you haven't gathered all the rose hips and all of the little winged friends of ours haven't eaten all your rose hips, this might be a good time to run outside because today we're going to talk about how to give a gift to your friends of rose hips that can be quite delightful. Now, we're not going to do what you might expect and make a potpourri. No, 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 no. Today, take out your big book of stuff because today we're going to give our friends the gift of rose hip soup. So, let's get started and turn to your section on recipes and roses. Now, here in Michigan, in the Midwestern part of the states, the snow has already come, and it didn't stay for very long, but it did actually hit. And if you know about roses and rose hips, you know that roses put all their energy into those hips more so after that first hard frost or that first kiss of snow. So the rose hips are probably at their best right now. But you have a small window that you can use to get them off of the, the rose bush before they are either all snagged by small animals or they begin to rot depending on how moist the area is. Say that word again, moist. I don't know why that word bothers people, but I, I like the word moist. Okay, so one more, moist. Okay, <laughs> all right, all right, I'm gonna stop, I'm gonna stop. So get those, those hips and gather enough for at least a handful if you can. I always say gather up as many as you can while still making sure that your garden friends can eat well. So no more than a handful or about three quarters of a cup should be absolutely fine. You shouldn't need a monster amount uh, just to be a gift for a friend for one time. And this may actually encourage people who are afraid of gardening or who have never grown roses to get involved in gardening too. So this could be a double gift. At this part, we're going to get into why this is a good gift. It's not just a novelty, because I'm quite confident that there are not going to be massive amounts of people giving away rose hips and the recipe for rose hips stew or soup to their friends. And so I don't think that you're going to worry about duplication. But another reason to give them away to a friend is that rose hips contain vitamin C and vitamin C is something that is very beneficial during the winter months. We have less sunlight, we have less moving about, we have less warm weather and we're in general in a darker time of the year. So a little bit of a vitamin boost with that extra bit of caring because it's a hand-picked gift can be just the thing 
to uplift our spirits, and if we're feeling under the weather, vitamin C can often be a boost to our immune system. I do recommend that you kind of limit your gathering to your own garden if possible. This way you knew exactly what your garden was grown as far as with what fertilizers and with what conditions. Some people use artificial chemicals and growth hormones that are chemically based to help their roses bloom and to get larger and better results. I would not recommend eating rose hips from gardens and floral arrangements such as this because you do not know how that will affect the human body. In fact, if you look at the directions on many rose food packets, they will tell you not to use them if the roses are meant for human consumption. If you are growing your garden roses without these kinds of treatments and you're using the natural methods, then you should be fine. But keep in mind, if there are large spills or if your roses are near a parking lot or anything of that nature that could affect the roses and their healthiness, then again, you want to maintain caution before you use them and eat them and put them in your mouth. We've talked about this. Don't just put things in your mouth. So, (laughs) I'm a mom. That doesn't stop. Don't just put things in your mouth. But, um, yeah, you want to make sure that whatever you gather, you gather with a positive energy, with your thoughts based in kindness and love, and definitely from a good place. Now, if this is just for like a little cup of soup, like I said, a handful or three quarters of a cup of rose hips are just fine. But if you're making it for a full meal, like an actual soup, soup of a serving where you know two people can enjoy it, you're going to need at least two cups of rose hips, as well as a quart of water to make this particular soup. So if you have a rose bush that is that prolific, you can make this a soup for them to serve, not just for themselves, but for others. And the way you're going to do this is you're not going to, unlike most recipes with rose hips, you're not going to seed them. You're going to cut the ends off and throw them into the water and boil them until they're tender. Once they're tender, you're going to push them through a sieve. And, to, and that way you can keep the skin and the seeds from getting into the actual soup itself. If you're lucky and have a hand-turned food mill, you can use that as well, but to me that's just a lot of extra dishes to clean, and that's not my thing. I don't want extra dishes, plus using your fingers is fine, and almost everyone has a sieve, not everyone has a food mill. Once you finish this, you're going to add a little bit more water to the pot. Um, Try to bring it back up to where it was when you started. So that's about at a quart. You should be able to tell how high the water was 
by the water marks in the pot. If you're not sure and you don't want to just eyeball it, you could measure it. But make sure you don't put it into a dish that will shatter. So Pyrex is really good. Anchor is okay as far as their products. I'm talking about the uh, the clear cookware, not Anchor FM, which I love Anchor FM, by the way. Hey, shout out to y'all. But um, no, they're not Anchor FM. Um, the Anchor products for cookware don't take to fast temperature changes as well as the Pyrex does. So, and even then, the old Pyrex will take it better than the new Pyrex. It's just a change in the manufacturing process that has happened over the years. So once you get it back up to a quart, start cooking it again, add about a half a cup, a cup of sugar. It can be any kind of sugar. It can be beet sugar, cane sugar, just, you know, just a half a cup of sugar. And because we like our soup to have a little bit of body, you're definitely going to add uh, some cornstarch. So mix up some cornstarch in a small a little cup, probably about a tablespoon or a teaspoon with some water, and then mix it into a paste and then add it in, stir it in. Uh, you can even whisk it in if you wish, to you know, because you're adding it to thicken it up. Because runny soup is fine, but that seems more like a drink than a soup. So add a little bit of that. Uh, cornstarch to make it a little bit thicker and continue to simmer it. Now once it's done, you will let it cook until it's clear and until it's nice and thick. And you can serve it that way or you can add other things to it if you like. Uh, some people might want to add like a little bit of uh, brandy or something else just to give it a little bit more of a heating factor you don't have to do that that's up to you you could actually if you have them crush some rose petals over the top I dry my rose petals so I have them on hand but you don't have to you could even go so far as to uh, grind up some blueberry powder or some cherry powder on the top Again, if you don't have these, don't worry about it. It really comes down to what you have on hand. But it's not something you have to do. The soup stands on its own. And it's a nice change from the regular everyday soup that you might encounter. And it's a good gift because it's something they haven't had before, more than likely. Now there are many people who write about uh, making fruit soups. You don't see them very often here in the U.S. Uh, not in general, not in its part of the dominant population and culture. But in the Midwest, we have a lot of people from Sweden. We have people from Finland. I actually know a very nice man from Finland. And... Um, we have every kind of nationality here. Remember, where I live, the Great Lakes are the freshwater seas, and we are definitely an international port. So I grew up with everything here. I mean, absolutely every kind of food you might imagine would have been something that would be available to me. Whether or not I got a chance to eat it might have been circumscribed by my circumstance, but... It was definitely here. 
and I am definitely a child of Detroit. You are what you eat, and I ate a lot of food from my hometown. So, you know, try to bring something more to your diets whenever you can. Giving the gift of an unusual food is something that has no real price tag on it. So this is something that you would write down and try it yourself the first time if you can. Because this way you can ensure that you definitely make an impression. And I think we've come to the end of our episode today. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you have expanded the realm of ideas for how to use your garden roses. You've given yourself some new options as far as gift giving for the season. And you've definitely, definitely learned a little bit about fruit soups. If you give this to someone, you can make it a plain gift and just cover them after washing them in something like coffee filters and then enclose a slip of paper in a regular box. Or you can go all out and put the rose hips into a glass bottle or a jar, preferably a jelly jar, and just make it really gorgeous. Whatever you choose, just understand that when you give a homemade gift, you send really good feelings. So consider that. And I really enjoy sharing homemade options and homemade sensibilities with my friends and we're friends right if you have a chance when spring comes around consider making violet jelly there's fruits and flowers all year long that can pop up in the garden and there's nothing more fun than learning how to use the things around you So till next time, I look forward to seeing you here on my Magical Cottagecore Life.